get real comfortable in the new studio, you know? I mean, I, I can't believe you took your shoes off, but I also can't believe it. Oh, it feels good. <laughs> this is not your living room. This is holy ground. I got to take my shoes off. Oh, my off. gosh. Well, then I shouldn't have sworn earlier. This is the absurd journey of three church planners reintroducing familiar ideas in unfamiliar ways. This is the Bless Up Podcast. All right, welcome back. This is the Bless Up Podcast. We got Rachel, Corey, and James, the usual crew in the studio. And uh, what, what, what I want to know here to start off is what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating right now? Could be big, could be small, could be exciting, could be all three of those. What are you celebrating right now? We just launched, like, yeah, a ministry at our church that we believe is really going to help us, like, love the neighborhood in really, really deep and impactful ways over time. And it's kind of been, it's cool because I feel like a lot of things, like, we've done, like, since we, since I stepped foot back in the Akron area, but, like, since many of us stepped foot there, like, Skyler and I coached football. We started community kickball. We did ACT prep. Mm -hmm. Like we've done all types of like stuff. And I feel like this encapsulates all of that, like into one thing where we can focus on a specific group of kids and hopefully grow with them. It connects like our rec night youth programming. Like it's going to allow us to hopefully like grow with kids. So they turn 18 and yeah, we're just seeing a lot of God's, God's favor in this process, and it's just absolutely beautiful. So I'm celebrating that, but... Wait, wait. You talked to us about this in season two. This is the Vincent House. The Vincent yeah. House is open. We launched it Monday. Amen. Hallelujah. We launched it Monday. It's That's crazy. That's so fresh. That is a reason to pause and celebrate. That's so That's fresh. Dope. That's like like just recently. Yeah. That's a big deal. This week. Yeah. We launched it Monday, and it was like a lot of, just a whole ton of work and a whole ton of prayer, and just seeing the kids like walk in that first day was like absolutely crazy and it's mm -hmm. like all right yeah it's thousands, a dream realized yeah, thousands of more days yeah seeing god's kingdom come in that beautiful way so yeah it's absolutely incredible still we love it and i was talking to damien the other day about about epic like a retreat that we all started mm -hmm. a while ago and damien looked at me and he's like hey like are you gonna come and I was like, yes, this year I'm going to come. I was like, not in the way that you think. I was like, I'm going to come on Saturday. <laughs> One of I'm the a, three I'm days. I'm going to be there for the day. Yeah. No, I'm literally, I was like, I'm not going to sleep at Epic, bro. I was like, <laughs> I'm too grown. I was like, I'm not going to sleep at Epic. <laughs> but I was like, what I am going to do is I'm going to come. And the reason I'm going to come is because like, yeah, it's a celebration of not only like a dream that we had like now, like a decade ago, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's not on, so long ago. It's not only like it's the ten year anniversary. It's the bro. ten year and anniversary in the Milford living room in the on a whiteboard. Yeah, like we were we were dreaming of that, but man, like it's a celebration of all that's like all that's come from it. For Mikey, like big shout out, like what he's doing now at a church out in Washington State. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, to the many things that like got birth through like all our relationships and everything like so i yeah i looked at him and i was like yeah like i'm i'm gonna come it's yeah it's 10 i mean our, our churches 10 years were birthed out of epic it's crazy it's yeah, 10 literally. years man 
Founders yeah. Founders Weekend. I'm gonna get Founders up and say weekend. something. Let's Founders go. Founders Weekend. We have our own separate sub conference on the side. <laughs> Indeed, Founders Weekend. Celebratory words. That's a lot. That's a lot to celebrate, and I think there's cool. a lot of our uh, a lot of our listening community is probably celebrating that with you because you talked to us about Vincent House and budgeting and all that stuff you were trying to figure out last <laughs> season. So that yeah. that's big. Yeah, it's real. I mean, too. God God is so kind. Like I could sit here and talk for just hours about how yeah it's amazing how like pray i feel like my prayer life is often hey god will you do this thing and god saying yes and i'm seeing god saying like yes i'll do this thing but then i don't trust and believe that god will get me through that thing yeah yeah and like it's it's wild like and now it's like, yeah, God's like, yeah, we did the, like, you wanted to be in the neighborhood. You wanted close relationships. You wanted an opportunity in a neighborhood to give you a chance. Here it is. And now even in this week, I, I went and got him a cake to, like, celebrate, like, our staff <laughs> team. Like, I went and got a little cake. and As you should. I was like, this is huge. But then I even left and I was like, I was like oh, my gosh, like, now we have to do this. Like, <laughs> like, now we have to sustain no, this. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he'll definitely he'll get us through it. But yeah, and that's why we celebrate. That's why we celebrate. Yeah. What are you celebrating over there, Hunka? Um, man. Well, I think uh, this season <clears throat> that we're in right now is it, it's difficult. It's difficult for me to pause and celebrate, but that's not to say that there aren't many things to celebrate. I think we said something about it on our last episode, but I mean, you and I are celebrating ten years of oh yeah, being married. Our oh yeah, oh yeah, she that just, was wait. She just remembered that we've <laughs> no, been married ten I, years. I just, just remembered that we just recorded now. the last episode on our anniversary. That's Did why. we? Oh. Yeah. So yeah, so um, you know, so ten years of marriage is no. Uh, no baby, pun intended. Um, no, but we got four of them. Man, uh, yeah, having a son this season—that's that's that's pretty dope. Uh, that's that's a good reason to celebrate. Nephew um, PJ added a yeah added a little boy to the to the three girls three daughters that are already at home. Um, and uh, in this season, I can honestly say that I've seen some of the wildest. Some of the wildest stories of God's providence and generosity coming through already, and we haven't even gotten to the part that he told us to do yet. So that's a really, really big deal. Yeah. I think I'm celebrating. I mean, you named a couple, you know, our child and things like that. <laughs> um but outside of that stuff, I think what I'm celebrating is um, I'm just celebrating the doors that God has opened and both either thanking him or celebrating, whichever word you want to use, thanking him for the doors that he closed mm. that like I thought I wanted open. Wow. The doors that he's closed that I'm like, man, I'm so glad you slammed that. Like I thought I wanted that. I thought that was good. I thought I thought that was fruit that I should keep, not fruit that I should prune. And like just thank you for taking that away. Um because I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I'm sitting in sitting in a, a job right now that I couldn't even have dreamed about. I've always said that I wanted to 
write. I've said I want to do it since the second grade. I went to school for journalism. Um, said during the pandemic that, man, I didn't know that I loved curriculum development so much and, and all of that kind of stuff. And I always viewed it as a hobby because I thought it could never be my job. Mm-hmm. I thought nobody will ever pay me to do this. I'll, it's my hobby. And so I blogged and things like that for a little bit. And then God started closing doors and he flung wide um, a door for a full-time writing job. And I was just like driving Kaylee to soccer practice the other day and like got so overwhelmed because I'd been so excited in what I was doing and like going to all these meetings and doing all the stuff that I, after like six months, <clears throat> I paused and was like, dang, I'm not getting fired. This is like actually my job. <laughs> like someone's actually paying me to do this. And That's I just, incredible. yeah, like I got so overwhelmed with just like how thankful I am for the doors that God has opened and the doors that he closed because yeah. the I liked the doors he closed. Well, and it's not just, it's not just somebody. That's paying you to do it, but it's like, it's, it's people and it's an organization that you like genuinely believe in right? It's people right. in an organization that you would like follow and support anyway. So the right. fact that you also get to be a part of that while you do what you love to do is just like the, man. yeah. Yeah. So I'm real thankful. I'm real thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah, it, this this kind of thing is good is good for me to do from time to time. To the the forced question of uh, <laughs> shout out to sh- shout out to uh, Susie Lance. She uh, the the leader of our of our pack within within Giant. The great she, guru. Man, she always starts our our meetings with uh, with asking the question. So, what are you celebrating? And that's honestly, it's the it's I, I don't. I probably don't, I'm not sure if I should admit this, but it's some of the only times that genuinely like I, I pause to think about like, what should I be celebrating right now? It's just not most naturally the way that I think I'm, I'm wired to, to think. I think I need to like force myself to, to think that way. I, I really, I really resonate, uh, with, uh, with this clip of, I mean, y'all, y'all who who know me real well know my favorite athlete of all time, Kobe Bean Bryant, has this uh, infamous now quote from the 2009 finals when they were up two games to none on the Orlando Magic, who they would ultimately go on to beat, and really it wasn't close ever at any point. Gentleman uh, sweep. My goodness, Kobe just wrecked them that series, and. Um, and one of the things he says after being up 2-0 is somebody in the media in, in the press conference after the game asked him, like, you don't seem happy. You know, you guys are up 2-0 yeah, and you don't seem happy. Are you okay? And Kobe's like, what is there to be happy about? And the guy's like, I mean, you're up, you're up 2-0. And Kobe looks at him, doesn't even break face. Like he just, with a straight face, not happy, just looks at him and goes, job's not finished. And I think that, like, I live... <laughs> Probably to an unhealthy extent. I know you're going to jump in and say something about that. Like, probably to an unhealthy extent, I live with that mentality of, like, job's not finished. What is there to celebrate? I will I will willingly overlook the 90% that has been accomplished in order to focus on the 10% that we haven't finished yet. Um, and there are, there are times, there are instances where that is uh, that can be a positive ten- tendency. But I think what we're getting at today is some of the unhealth that can come from that and some of the fruit that comes from taking time to pause and celebrate. Yeah, as we think about pausing and celebrating, it's such a biblical concept. 
this idea of stopping and even like building physical reminders of the great things that God has done for us. We think about the children of Israel as they cross the Jordan River and they actually cross over into the promised land. What they do is they literally built what's called an Ebenezer, which is a physical reminder to them of God's goodness, of how he bought them out of slavery and how he's bringing them into the promised land. And the idea of that is they're physically with their bodies reminding themselves. So every time they pass over that place, like it's not only the thing that they erected, but it's this literal physical reminder that, hey, we with our hands built this thing that reminds us of God's goodness. So the idea of Ebenezer's in the Bible are causing us to stop and say, you know what? We need to celebrate God's goodness and what he's done for us and bringing us out of slavery and freedom. Well, and this idea of Ebenezer's too, you know, that doesn't, it, it can be anything. It can be anything. Like I have, um, this is such a silly thing. But I have this uh, ring that one of uh, one of the ladies at the place I, I volunteer with made me. And it's just covered in beads. And it's just like a little beaded ring. Um, but I remember distinctly um, being so afraid to start volunteering with this organization. So it's, it's Rahab. Um, Rahab Ministries. It's in Summit County, Stark County. Um, they do amazing work. And I was so afraid of volunteering with them because I felt like, like, what do I have to offer? Like, what, um, what, what could I possibly bring that isn't already there? Like, I knew the people working there. I'm like, they have such a great team. Um, they have, they like, they have everything they need. They don't need me. They're good. Um, and then I was like surrounded in all this, uh, just all this fear of being inadequate and jumping in. But then um, I went to this event that they were having. Um, Corey baptized some people. Um, it was really cool. It was it was such such a cool event. And I met so many of the women who were part of Rahab. And I was like, man, I really like these people. Like what, what have I been, what has been, what has been keeping me? Like, why is this fear that I have? Why have I let fear be debilitating? Uh, I mean, it can be, fear can be motivating or it can be debilitating. And this was debilitating. And so I filled out applications. I started doing all kind of um, training and stuff. I showed up for months. I was just helping out at Rahab. And this one woman made me this ring and gave it to me and like told me, how much she loved me and all this stuff. We had this great conversation. Um, and that has become an Ebenezer for me of like, I have it hanging. Uh, I have it hanging on a little hook in my closet. And when I, every single time I see that, I think to myself, like, you're not going to let fear debilitate you. Uh. Like stop letting fear debilitate you. And, mm -hmm. and I, like, I literally see her face and like, I love her. She gives me such a big hug every time I see her. Um, I, and it, like that has become, that has become an Ebenezer of, of looking fear in the face and being like, absolutely not. Like you will not keep me from this joy that God has for me. You will not keep me from stepping into this thing that God has for me to step into. It's, it's an Ebenezer. An Ebenezer can be anything. It doesn't have to be a giant, um, thing erected by the Israelites. You know, it can be a beaded ring. 
created by a woman who's been freed from bondage. I need I need to take that. I need to take that and actually do something with it. Because literally, like, I do this thing uh, at night when I'm right before I go to bed. Um, and I need to make sure I remember to do something in the morning. But it's always, like, work-related. It's like, oh, I can't forget to, mm-hmm. like, go here. Or I can't forget to stop and grab this. Or I can't forget to. So, like, I'll, like, pick up an object, like my shoe. I'll pick up an object and I'll put it somewhere that's in my way as I'm thinking about this thing. So that way when I'm getting ready and I like run into that shoe and I'm like, why the heck is this shoe there? I I then remember, Mm. oh, I'm reminding myself to make sure I go and do that thing. I'm not lying. Like this is literally like I do this all the time. So <laughs> is this your way of telling me that this is why your side? Yeah, stop of our moving room my is stuff. Is why is what I'm trying I'm to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> this was all a passive aggressive ploy to get you to stay off of my side. No, um, no. <laughs> make it. Make a note in your phone, like everyone else. Oh, I'll, I'll forget to look i don't know I, it's just something i've i've done since like high school literally like if i'm trying to remember something i'll put something against the door and i'll be like why is this against the door oh yeah i gotta do this it's the thing but i don't like i don't think to in the moment when goodness happens to me or something that i've prayed for for a really really long time i see it come to pass like or moments that you know i had a moment this this last weekend where I like took a really deep breath, uh, looking out at um, at this uh, cityscape, and I was just like, "This is a, an oddly peaceful moment." Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't pause to like remember that kind of stuff. I pause to remember more stuff that I've got to do. You know. That's a that's a good lesson for me. Nah, man. I think you just you tapped on something huge there, bro. We celebrate what we perceive to be wins or what we perceive to be success, mm-hmm. and those are the things that we celebrate. And so, oftentimes, I know in my life, like I celebrate what I perceive to be blessing, and sometimes in me celebrating what I perceive to be blessing, I miss like the many blessings that God has given. And then I miss like actually worshiping like the God from whom all blessings flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to just say, you know what, what I perceive to be blessing is this very carnal thing or this very human thing. Yep. Like what I perceive to be blessing, but man, like every time I look at my daughter's smile, that's a blessing. Like every time, like, yeah, my wife pulls up, like that's a, that's a blessing. Like I can think 10 years ago, like I didn't think I would ever like, yeah have a family so like that's a blessing like mm-hmm. it's always dope when like the five-figure check comes mm-hmm. for like the project <laughs> but like i need to celebrate like other things other things in that like yeah there's blessing there's blessing in so much and with ebenezer's i feel like sometimes like yeah i have like this tattoo that's matching what like a bunch of people in our church because like it commemorates the fact that like we thought CJ was going to die. Like she passed out and she had the heart disorder that athletes have when they pass out on the field and die. Mm. She had like Bella was 
maybe six months old then. And we thought that CJ was going to die. Mm-hmm. So we all came to the hospital day after day and we prayed and we prayed and we watched God just move. So we got the EKG of like after the last time that she flatlined, she flatlined four times. There's like a four in the middle of it. And all of us a year later went to get that tattoo after she like ran some kind of race because like we believe God healed her. And there's Ebenezer's that we like erect for things like that. But goodness gracious, like, yeah, about a month ago, we had our yearly brotherhood fantasy football draft. Amen. And that's an Ebenezer to friendship. Yeah. Like, do I personally particularly want to play fantasy football right now? (laughs) No. Yeah, and your lineup shows. No, my lineup is fine. I just changed it. (laughs) By that, I mean I put DPJ into my lineup. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because I love the Browns. So I put Donovan People Jones into my lineup. But, like, I, like, that draft, that's friendship. Like, yeah, that's us. Like for some folks, like that may be the only time we see each other all yeah. ye- like all year. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. The Super Bowl, too. We always watch the Super yeah. Bowl together. It's, but that's another one. But that's another that's one. It's two a year that it's, the 10 of us yeah. have been together now for 10 years for 10 years. Yeah. And that's friendships a blessing. Like we should celebrate friendship like it's not a right. It's a it's a blessing. It's a yeah. privilege. To have long-standing, long-lasting friendships, things we should celebrate. That's Ebenezer as well. So we can be extra spiritual, right? We have these tattoos and our extra spiritual testimony, but at the same time, like, something is seemingly, yeah, uh, non-sacred as fantasy football. It's absolutely sacred because Mm -hmm. it's an Ebenezer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I imagine the Israelites walking past the altar that they built uh, after like a really crappy day, you know, because like that was, that was put together after what at the time was probably the most trying period of any of their lives. 40 years of it. Goodness, man, escape and wandering. And that went on for 40 years. And this was like the deliverance of like finally having a place to belong. That's a beautiful testimony. And then imagine having a bad day and walking past that and being reminded like, yeah, we might string together several of these tough days in a row, but God is still good and God will still deliver and God will still. And honestly, right now in this season, just to keep it all the way real, like I need more of that in my life. Uh Like I need more reminders when I'm in the heat of it, this is going to be, this is going to be one of the busiest seasons of our entire lives. Like from now until Christmas is going to be one of the busiest seasons of our entire lives. And I need to find a way to like set up like something that reminds me like God is still good. God will still deliver. Um, we've been, we put together this, um, uh, this presentation, it's like a history of everything God has done since 2010 in like uh, in our lives and in uh, at, at the Martin Center specifically. Uh, that's 13 years um, of of stuff. And so we've been going back through old stories, old notes, old pictures. 
Oh my gosh. Like, dude. The pictures. Oh my gosh. I found the picture the other day of you remember when we did barbecue and baptisms in the parking lot? That was the best day. That was was one of the best days ever. That was the best day. Like, I remember that day thinking, like, this is why we're here. Like, if I ever have a doubt again, I need to remember this day because this is. But, bro, those pictures don't pop up on my phone every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this stuff comes on special occasions when you're like, oh, man, I got to have a presentation to justify to the world all the work that that we're doing. But like nothing in a in in a daily in a daily rhythm. And that's too bad, because I think a lot of times and probably the intention that God had behind them building it was to be that constant reminder and to be something that isn't like something that's old and collects dust and meant something at one point in time, but it's something that actually reminds us of the hope and the hope that propels us forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man. So, so here's a question, James, you brought something up earlier that, uh, that I thought was kind of interesting. You were talking about, um, defining defining successes and defining wins and 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 creating the ebenezers for the stuff uh that god is doing in your life and so on so it got me thinking about defining our wins i know that's that's something we've talked about on this on this podcast yeah like we've we've hit that before but what let's let's talk about the idea of um what is defining your Ebenezer's Mm. like, is it culture or is it conviction? Because I would think that conviction would lead you to create an Ebenezer, but culture would lead you to say, that's not good enough for an Ebenezer. Or it would have you make an Ebenezer out of, out of some bull crap. Yeah. Right. Like, congratulations. You finally made it to this financial stage that you've been striving for. But in the process, you've lost your family. You've lost your friends. You've lost all hope of anything of like anything that you touch outside of corporate America, like turning into anything fruitful. Right. So like that got dark fast. No, (laughs) no, but it's true. No, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So like, how do we decide what is an Ebenezer? Like, how do we decide what to create an Ebenezer for a memory for um, a, a stopping point? Like, how do we how do we decide that? Like, I know every night at bedtime, I ask Sarah and Kaylee, what are you thankful for today? And and we have a whole discussion on it. And sometimes I have to stop them and be like, no, no, no. I didn't ask you what made you mad. Uh. No, I didn't ask you what you didn't like today. I asked you, what are you thankful for today? And. All of us have to name something, no matter what kind of a day that we've had, we have to name something. I can literally hear Kaylee's voice like, well, it would have been uh, this, but is- Sarah. <laughs> listen, you didn't have to out her. I wasn't going to say which kid it was. I mean, she don't listen. Uh, my, baby, my baby got that mama mentality. <laughs> yeah. She does. She does. But I mean, yeah. So what? Well, how do we decide? How do we decide what to create an Ebenezer for? Yeah, I think for me, it's like, yeah, it's a posture. Yeah. I think like, and it's a posture by which we like live our lives with and how we view and perceive the world around us and how we view and perceive like God's activity and God's initiative in the world around us. So for instance, like, I think, I think about this often, like, I just don't post much. I'm like. 
trying to figure out like my relationship with social media because a part of it is like just to keep it like a thousand like I'm fundraising and that's kind of like a receipt of activity like people like look at social media and they like look at LinkedIn and all that jazz I don't even have a so like do I need that <laughs> I I yeah a person I respect a whole ton in Akron basically told me to get my LinkedIn game up <clears throat> He was like, I just looked at this and he was like, what you just told me and that don't match up. He's like, he's like, this is just like your, and I was like, that definitely makes me not want to, I was like, I was like, I was was like, dang, he's like, he's like, no, but he was saying that in the sense of like, you just told me all this incredible stuff that's going on. And he's like, nothing on your LinkedIn, like reflects that. He's like, I looked at your Instagram. It doesn't, he's like, he's like use that for storytelling, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, and like, he's someone, I use it, I use it for sending, for sending reels and memes to people that <laughs> I think have shared humor. Same though. Lamont, stop sending me, stop sending me, hate, stop sending me hate messages about the Browns, Lamont. I guess specific. Lamont, the Titans are trash, bro. Okay. Back to this. Nah, but, uh, Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out my relationship with like social media and what to post and what not to post, but it causes me to be on there and it causes me to look. And when I see things, I'm like, okay, I can tell you put that on there to flex. Like this is a flex, mm-hmm. whether a soft flex or just like a straight, like unabashed, like blatant flex. Mm-hmm. And there's some people like that I follow. I'm like, man, you just use this as a tool to flex and as a tool to like, say like, this is what I'm doing. That's a flex. I think when we build Ebenezer's, it has to be the opposite. Yeah. It's not about what we're doing or yeah. what we did. It's mm-hmm. something that's celebrating what God has done and the goodness of God in that moment. You were talking earlier, Rachel, about Jacob's well. Yeah. Right? So Jacob. Oh yeah. Offline. Yeah. Jacob wrestles with God. And after Jacob wrestles with God, He literally builds a well in that place Mm -hmm. to commemorate the fact that he is no longer Jacob. He is no longer deceiver, but now he is Israel. He is God wrestler. Mm -hmm. He's the one who wrestled with God and he's changed because of it. And his life is literally changed. Well, that's a little bit different, right? He's celebrating like what God has done and how God has changed him. And then if you follow the biblical narrative, you're going to get to John chapter four. Yes. And when you get to John chapter four, what you're going to find is the woman mm-hmm. literally at this well. At Jacob's well. Mm-hmm. And this woman, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years mm-hmm. later, this woman is at this well. And this mm-hmm. woman is literally taking a drink. Mm-hmm. The Ebenezer that Jacob built there wasn't only to remind him, but what it did is it invited the outside world into the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. Literally thousands of years later, this woman is taking a drink and as she takes a drink from the well, goodness gracious, Jesus gives her the water where she'll never, ever, ever thirst again. And I think Ebenezer's in a unique way are a gift to the world around us in that as we tell the story of God's goodness, it invites them into the sphere of God's love and into the sphere of his goodness Mm. versus us just like flexing. So I think it's like a whole ton about like the posture, the posture in which we like build Ebenezer's. 
A lot of stuff we build aren't Ebenezer's. Yeah. That's so good. It's like, what what are you pointing to with it? Your biceps? (laughs) Or... Yeah. Yeah, that's so good, James. Like, to ask that question of, like, what are we pointing to? Whether it's on socials, like what you're talking about, or um, with the things, uh, the things that we are setting up in our lives, in our homes, in our cars, in whatever space it is, when you're creating that space, what are you pointing to with it? And when are you pausing to celebrate? Pausing to give to give glory to God, to reflect on what he's done, to look at what it is that you're thankful for. Even just the simple question of what am I thankful for? It's um, it, That's so important. Those things that are going to make us stop and pause more than just, you know, a shoe blocking my bedroom door to remind me to take the trash out or whatever it might okay. be. The Corey's okay. goal is <laughs> with what he's doing. Um, but you know, it's right down to the more strategic things. So listen, as we are wrapping up, I want to encourage you if you've made it this far and haven't switched to something else, um, take a pause and look back on where you were a month ago, where you were six months ago, where you were a year ago, where you were 10 years ago, whatever it might be. And look back at the things that you need to pause and celebrate and allow yourself to pause and celebrate them. Celebrate the job that you quit or the relationship that you quit because you needed to. It wasn't good for you. It wasn't edifying. Celebrate the places that you're going. Celebrate celebrate any little thing, small or big. And I just encourage you to create some sort of a reminder, big or small, and set it in a space that you're going to see. And don't let yourself become numb to it because you pass it by too often. Imagine if the woman at the well had become numb to visiting the well, if she hadn't stopped to have a conversation with the other person that was there. How different would that story be? There'd be a whole section missing in John chapter four. So I just encourage you, put something in your, put something in your place that you're going to see in your eyesight and pause to celebrate. All right, we'll be back in two weeks. Bless up. Bless up. up.